In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh, and with me is a uh, a sprightly ward, the sprightly ward of the com uh, of the comic book podcast, uh, the one, the only. Holy unexpected intro, Batman! It's Travis Ratz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you are on the Comic Exposure Podcast. You're with us, where we dive deep into graphic novels or trade, or Travis and I talk about the things we want to talk about in comics and nerd and all that stuff. With us again, two episodes in a row. The one, the only, Dr. Dan, the Batman fan. Hey, Dan. That's me. I'm glad to be back. Uh, We're glad you're here, Dan. A whole five minutes later, we're doing... (laughs) Oh, no, I pulled back the curtain, Travis. Ah! Uh, All right, so we are talking Batman. If you listened to our last episode, we talked about uh, Catwoman, Lonely City, a DC Black Label book by where Cliff Chang does it all. And we really talked about... Um, well, we couldn't discuss Batman. it all. We couldn't discuss it all. No, we couldn't discuss it all. We wanted to talk Batman, too. We wanted to talk about why why Batman, what Batman, where are we at in our who relationship? Batman? Yeah, who, Bat- who Batman? Who Batman? <laughs> and we want to talk about our, our relationship with Batman currently. Mm. I, I, it's kind of where I'm at in the real world. And I, and I think this will What is that? It's a Batman update. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I want to I want to ask a couple questions. Uh, are any of you reading the current Batman book? Travis, mm-hmm. I nope. know your answer. No, Dan. No, I, why I tra- not? And I want to ask you why, Dan. I, I trade weight for it, okay. uh, and, but I'm behind on it. A few volumes now, you know. Yeah. Uh, I stopped after, not stopped, but the Joker War, I was having a hard time getting into because I felt like I had read it before so many times, you know? And then uh, I'm going to go back and read it just because I'm a fan and I'm going to get caught up. I think it's because it's so, I wasn't compelling enough to me to continue. And that's saying a lot because I read half of it just out of comfort and loyalty to it, you know? Like, <laughs> I think that's most of anybody who reads Batman out of comfort you know, and loyalty. Yeah, so... Go ahead. Can we... Can we? I, th- I think what we're getting into here is... What struck me is the fact that you were saying that, oh, it reminded you so much of the, the Joker Wars. And I think this is an issue with Batman. And I think this is an issue that, that was kind of... Helped in the 90s and early 2000s with Batman. Because when we think of Batman, we think of the Joker. And, of course, any, any new writer on Batman, I mean, it's like you get to open the, you, like, uh, the Batman vault. You get to play with whatever you want. And, of course, you're like, oh, I, gotta, I want me some Batman. First one, you got to take that. And then I want me some Joker. Right? Yeah, that seems to be the go-to. I will tell you... I'm sorry, go ahead, Josh, and, 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 so, and then I'll so, share my... So how, how does the world of Batman continue to get new voices, to get new stories, but not have everything be about the Joker? Or is the Joker just I... at, like, as equal to Batman? Like, like, we have to do separate Joker stories. I I get... 
I got Joker overload for a while. It was the War of the Joker. And then we talked about a black label book last time. I think there's been like six black label books about the Joker, right? Where it's his own his own book. Jeff Lemire did one. Well, I'm uh, reading that one. Right. So a whole bunch of people are giving their take on the Joker. And dude, I'm I'm jokered out. I'm all jokered out, bud. Well, as, as my... Joker said in uh, Catwoman Lonely City, I'm all laughed out, Josh. I'm all laughed out. I got no laughs left. Uh, and and for me, like, I get Joker overload. There's so many villains in the Bat, you know, r- gallery of He of has the best Rose take, gallery right? of all comic dumb. He does. And there's so many to take. And I get it. Joker lets you play with a psychopath. You get to play with the pure evil psychopath. And maybe that's compelling as a, as a writer. I'm not a writer. But I like that. We read Catwoman, Lonely City. I like that it was Two-Face. I like that we got a political story, a heist with Two-Face kind of being the master villain. Mm-hmm. Um, going back a couple of years ago, I reread all of The Nightfall, right? Like all, how many volumes? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like nine volumes that comprise like Batman's going to get his, bat bro- his back broken. Oh, his back is broken. Oh, now he's getting better, right? Like all nine volumes of that. And I love how many different villains and and pieces are in that. And it's not just the Joker. That's years of Batman stories where it's not the Joker being this, this main, this main presence. Um, Speaking of the new book. Can I ask a cynical question? Sure. Do you, do you think, I think they put the Joker in because it sells. And do you think it's a sign of maybe their own insecurity as a publisher? Like we're not selling any books besides these. I think that there's probably some editorial stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that's you green light those books, right? As an yeah. editor, you green light someone's black label pitch for Joker. You're probably not going to green light the black label pitch for Etrigan the Demon. But it seems antithetical right? to what, what's happening into other areas of comic dumb where people are bringing back, like we did an episode on Red Sonia or things like that, where people, uh, where it seems like a lot of artistic people, are, especially writers, are trying to revive third party characters or you know well, like it's those, that it's those that, things. that tom king that tom king thing right he gets mm. to play in his universe and dc lets him go yeah do whatever you want with that character for a little while right go ahead and do that i think marvel does a much better job of doing really short runs of weird characters they i think they do a much much better job of tapping into their thing right yeah. than dc does DC lets Tom King play with these characters, right? But they don't do a lot of like playing around in the world. And I think like they have, they have um, Black Label and I just feel like they have all these characters. They should just be playing with all of them and doing all these stories, but they're not. But to get back to Batman, um, Zdarsky's writing Batman right now. I've read a couple well, of the Josh, issues. before we get back to Batman, yeah. I, I, I yeah. don't want to miss this segue into it because yeah. of the Joker segue, because I feel like Dan, uh, when we were off air. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. You had mentioned that you had read a book that Josh and I did on this podcast a couple months ago, um, and you were hurt. Like, uh, no, we didn't invite you uh, on. Yeah, and invite you on for the black label get Joker uh, uh, issue. Suicide Squad. And, get and, and if anyone listens to Comic Exposure podcast, they know when we really love a book and when, when we were like, oh, we think this book is okay. And I don't think this fell into the we really love this book category. Or like, I think this book is, it, it, uh, this book is something that I want to read again. Yeah. And we, we didn't talk about it. 
uh, and we said, let's give Dan the platform. Uh, so I'm not saying you have to, to kiss his books ass. No, no. I'm just curious. I'm just no, curious on, on what your I, impression was, either of the Joker as the go-to Batman villain, or the get Joker as an example of that. Okay, so I I can start on urine. I can see why maybe you didn't like it. To me, it oozed all the problems that we talked about with Black Label. Is it, I call it the HBO problem. Yes. You open up yes. this universe that's so big, it's hard to keep close it and so almost all hbo seasons are great shows have bad endings the sopranos and game of thrones right they have a hard time tying all these loose ends together i just thought issue one of get joker had such a great ending no wonder they had a hard time finishing that book because <laughs> I, can see that. I thought it was a great chapter close. And then that talk about a book that was supposed to be out in one month and it wasn't out for like six or seven, eight. Yeah. I think they had a real hard time finding a conclusion to that book. And really, I just love Alex Malib's art. Uh, his art was gorgeous. And, That's the best part about that book. And um, him and Bendis on Daredevil and their early aughts. It's just such a great Daredevil run. It's just yeah. such a great daredevil run. And I like Maleev a lot. So I thought it was an unsatisfactory ending, but I, I, I thought the first opening chapter had such a great, like, oh, that's you make sick. A, you make a good point, Dan, the sense of, you know, sometimes I forget we talk, we're talking about comic books here. We, I, I, I take it as story, you know, or like where you're taking this character. But, you know, we underestimate the value of art uh, sometimes as we're, as we're pounding through these stories. Uh, and we cannot underestimate the art of Get Joker. It was a beautiful book, and and if you were to hold up that rendition of the Joker artistically to other renditions of the Joker in the last five years, that might be in the top five, top ten, you know, of it. It is so, a really, it is a really good look at Joker. It is yeah. a good look at Joker. I I think the other thing that that hits me as we talk about this sort of like black label. Um, DC, the state of, of Batman, it feels very much like we're telling a lot of stories around Batman, right? We're telling a lot of like Batman adjacent stories with all of these books, but we're like, we're not getting a, a, a jock just did his Batman book. Dan, you're going to read that. Uh, Travis, I would say read it. it's three issues. It's what? 80 pages, uh, 20, uh, 40, 60 or 40, 80. It's like 120 pages, right? Cause it's three oversized issues. Um, it's a really quick in and out story, but I think it does the same thing that we're seeing. And I felt a little bit about that. We just read Catwoman Lonely City. I felt it about Get Joker. Um, and I don't know if this is a state of Batman or a state of comic books. Like you get in really good and it starts really good. And then you're like, oh, I have to wrap this thing up. And I have to wrap it up in three issues or four issues, even though they're oversized. I think that can be tricky for writers. I think that can be tricky for writers to get in and get out and make it clean. And I felt that a little bit about that jock book, Dan, that you're going to read. Um, I felt it about get jo about get Joker. It felt like it started really well, and then they didn't know where to go. Um, I think when you look back at Tom King's Batman, he started one way, and then it meandered off and do like a romance novel of mm -hmm. like Catwoman and Batman, and then like how do you end that? And bat and, and DC was like, dude, you're not ending that here. We're going to pull you. We're going to have you finish it over here. And so I feel like Batman's in this weird place right now where we're not getting Batman stories. We're getting all of these sort of like what's happening 
to the Bat family? What's happening around Batman? What do you think about that, Dan, as far as like uh, Batman as the fulcrum in which these stories revolve around as opposed to the, you know, it's the focus, the focus. Yeah. I, I can't help but think it's just to sell books. I have a, I have a hard time and I don't want to be so cynical about it, but like, it just oozes. Like we know the bat universe sells. This is where we're going to get some audience and let's keep going that way. Versus taking a risk on like another Animal Man with Grant Morrison or something like that. It's like it seems like a safe bet in a dangerous time. And yeah, I think, I think that, that's my take. Well, I I can see that having a place in something like Detective Comics or something like that. But like in a Batman Batman titled book, you would think Batman would yeah, be the yeah, focus great, of it. Great question. Yeah, and and, great and, question. and do you think that? I just, I don't know. But I'm asking you this. Okay, so we we always talk about you know the the reins being handed off to a new batman writer right and the the pride and like the the just the digging and like the that's like the oh my gosh this is amazing I mean, we saw it with sean murphy the white knight was really kind of a joker book too you know uh in yeah. the sense of do you think when when people are like hey you get batman people are like uh, it's too much i don't i i don't I, alan moore will will uh or grant morrison will if you give him a batman book you going to talk about Batman. He might give him a kid. Right. There might be an issue to it, but it's going to be about Batman as a father. He's going to look at a different aspect of Batman. Do you think that there's an, the level of intimidation that these young writers who grew up in the 90s and 80s loving Batman, and now they're given like, hey, we I love that you're you calling them like- young authors, but they're all like, just around our <laughs> well you know like the authors of the the silver yeah, and gold age are all like sure. gray haired you know yeah st- elder statesmen of of the magazine world um yeah. yeah do you think there's do you think there's some like almost like too much intimidation about getting the bat mantle as a as a writer where you you're you bring in the bat family to kind of so to to lessen the resp- the anger that people might give you or the mix with the excitement of trying something new, right? Mm-hmm. And adding to it. That I think in between those two is like, so one of the great things about Batman, again, is his rogues gallery. One of the best things about the rogues gallery is it's constantly growing. Uh, I, I have a drawing of Professor Pig in my classroom. And the kids always ask me, who is that? Who is that? And I'll say, oh, that's one of the newest villains in Batman. Well, he's not new. It's over 15 years old now. Right. But we could use more <laughs> Professor Pig, right? Right. When they come out with that. And Bane at one point was a new character. Yeah. So I think they're, I don't know why they're not playing around with rogues. And instead well, you, of Batman. You think of like, Professor Pig is a like, perfect example of that, Dan, too. That is an example of a character that like you could put your stamp on and explore more. Right. Or Snyder doing the Court of Owls, right? Court of Owls. I think what what we're dealing with is we're dealing with the aftermath of Scott Snyder completely taking taking Batman and doing like, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to create this whole thing. It's going to be... And he went... And he went for it, right? Well, he that did corresponded this big... with the new 52 and 52. then the, all those right. new launches. Yeah. So, like, in the pop culture zeitgeist, that was like, we're relaunching it. Yeah, and we can do what we want to do. I guess you're, I guess you're right. I guess it and then mix that with Convergence, right? Because there was, right. after New 52, there was a consolidation of story right. and Convergence. I, so I read, I've read a couple issues of the new Zdarsky run. Um, 
it starts off with Batman in peril, right? And he has to be saved by the Bat Joker. family. Oh, the Bat man. family. And it's the Bat family again. So Batman creates a self-destruct robo-Batman to, if he ever, so Batman has the fail-safe for everybody yeah, in the everything. Justice League. It's right? all a storyline. He, he has a fail-safe for himself. So he's created the ultimate robot to kill him if he's ever if he's ever gone bad. And in the Joker story, uh, what villain does he act? He just killed the Penguin and in Batman. So he, the Penguin has died. Batman is responsible for it. So the fail safe kicks in and Robo Batman is coming after Batman. Great sort of way to kick off this action pack. Let's start with a fight. Let's start with what the hell is going on and all of that stuff. But it's Bat Family again. You have to rely, like you're telling a story about the Bat Family and not Batman. I think when, for me, let, let's talk really quick. You're given the reins of Batman. How do you start your new Batman story? What do you want? How do you make it a jumping on point for people? Because right now, I I had been off the Bat book. And then I was like, oh, I heard Zdarsky's writing it. What issue is it? And I have to go look it up. Like, what issue does Zdarsky start on? Is it a clean start? Does he just take it over, figuring out what's going on so that I could go find that issue on Kindle, on, on Comixology, and read it? Um, I'm not saying you call it number one, um, but how, how, what do you do to start your bat over? You get the reins of Batman. What story, what kind of story do you want to tell? I guess the first thing I do is I look at the, the landscape of the world. And I'd probably start with America because that's who's buying Batman comics. And that's what I'm most familiar with. And I look at the issues involved with it. And, and then when you start looking at the issues, you start reading the papers, right? You start looking at what's in there and you start looking at your regulars. And we're all teachers and stuff like that. So for me personally, if you're giving me this, and this is more of like a pitch club thing, but I would probably do one of the things that I've been kind of back and forth on is how to mentor uh young people today like because there is this soft hand softer hand approach because the uh, uh this newer generation of children are more equipped with like the language associated with emotional uh yeah. growth and stuff right. like that so it's like well then i think well how would batman mentor a, a dick grayson today because you know he was so like like hard ass on him. It's like, you do this, you do this, you do this. And then as opposed to that. So I might look just from one lens. We're looking at lenses, right? We're looking at lenses yeah. through the current view. I might, if I was writing it, that's that's an issue that's been strong for me. And I feel like it's strong for the culture right now. So I would probably do a Batman story is, how does Batman, and start with, how does blank? And the blank has to be Batman. If you're like, well, how does Dick Grayson deal with Batman? No. How does Nightwing? How does Catwoman? No. It's how does Batman deal with blank? And that, I think, is how you keep it a Batman story. So how does Batman deal with tutoring a, a Robin or a ward or a uh, sidekick in a world that educating and mentoring the younger generation is just completely different, but yeah, that your is, coach isn't going to swear at you anymore. Yeah, right? that's like, very, that's, right. but that's very specific, but that's how I approach. I look at what is in the zeitgeist, the political zeitgeist right now, and how can ba Batman enter that conversation? But it has to be Damn. Batman versus this. It can't be okay. Nightwing versus this. the Bat family versus this. Yeah. 
I still like, okay, Dan, how, you, you, what do you do to get people? What do you do? You get the reins of Batman. What do you want to do? <laughs> I'm scared. I do exactly what I just said. They're guilty. I would go right to the Joker, right? Cause I know you're going to be successful, but I really like what you just said there, Travis, about how he would mentor our generation Z here. In fact, I think that should DC, if you're listening, that maybe that's one way you can the <laughs> readers. Uh, I, I'm lately, I've been big into professor pig and scarecrow. I, those two, I feel like those, and Scarecrow has been talked about a lot. So, but I like those two characters and I'd probably start with them. I like, I, I just, I'd start with like a B list character and try to make him an A. Well, the, the thing that both those characters have in common is, Dan, is that we're Psychosis, dealing more with the, the horror side of Batman. Yeah. Yeah. And is that, you think, because we haven't really seen that? I mean, we've seen what? gore in Batman, certainly anytime there's a Joker book. But there's a sense of fear and you suspense. Know what's selling me, you know what's selling me right now, and I'm I'm guilty of looking it up while you guys are talking. Is the new Detective Comic run? What's going on there? Because their covers are just beautiful. The Gustav Klimt, the cover, the covers for the newest Detective Comics make me want to go read it. And it looks like Art Nouveau from like the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. And they're just gorgeous comic books. And the covers there, and they look decidedly gothic. They look decidedly uh, different, and from the font to the to the art, and I, I maybe that's where I would start because that book seems to me. In fact, Josh, to your earlier question, yeah. I'm going to go back because I've been reading those Joker volumes. Well, I just read Joker Volume One of that comic. It's not a bad comic. It's him and Bellamir one. Yeah, 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 it's him and Jim Gordon in South America, and Jim Gordon's been uh, hired to kill the Joker, and it wasn't bad. Issues one through six weren't bad, and then I paused volume two to read this, and it looks like starting on Detective Comics 1062, there's a new team, and it just looks sick. The covers are just killing it right now. And, and I'm not a person who usually grabs detective, right? I'm usually like, okay, what's the bat book, right? Because detective always seems like secondary to me, but maybe that's my problem is I'm not, I'm not checking out detective, but for detective for a while, it was another big family. Book. It was a buddy. It, it, it was Clayface. It was yes. Clayface and, and, and all these other characters in there as well. I think for me, if I like, for me, what I want, um, I, and I think this is, if we're talking about the state of Batman, the reason I liked the Batman, the movie Right. And we've talked about this before is like you strip it down to Batman, Jim Gordon, solving crimes. Right. Batman does the thing that the police can't do. He gets into the places the police can't get into. That's the Batman story I want. But I think like the Batman world is so full of Bat family characters. Right. It's hard to do that in a comic book because then people go like, well, where's Nightwing at? Where's Damien? Where, you know, where is the other character who would just be there to be his teammate? And so for me, I'd want to take the, I'd want to kickstart the story, take those puzzle pieces off the table somehow that Nightwing is in Bloodhaven. Is that right? Right. Isn't that the place? And then he's got Dick great or uh, Tim Drake Drake is with him. Tim Drake. He's training Tim Drake right now. Right. And take Damien off the board. He's somewhere with um, Talia. Right. 
she's got him out somewhere. And so it's just Batman and Jim Gordon. I don't want, I kind of well, want a little well, buddy cop, well, but I would, I want it that to start fresh, strip away all the stuff and just let it be. I, I, but I, I, we're, we're close to the point where you're going to have to start doing what you said. We're going to have to start explaining off the absence of other Bat Family characters. Right. Right now, I think if we can jump onto this, we can just start telling those Batman, Jim Gordon, solving a new crime. And I think the thing is, is, I mean, Batman is like is the, the Scarlet Pimpernickel, the, the, the Sherlock Holmes, right? Pimpernel. So we Pimpernel. just, uh, uh, Pimpernickel, uh, Pimpernel. <laughs> um, uh, and I think it's just like, we need to find the new crimes. I mean, Jim Gordon, Batman, solving a Tinder or online app dating killer in Gotham would be amazing. Oh, you and you get to see what online dating is like in Gotham. Maybe there's a specific <laughs> online dating app that has its own specific <laughs> online dating rules. And it's just Batman and Jim Gordon having to solve that crime. And we don't have to mention the whole Bat family. We don't have to explain where it is. It's just like, hey, this is a moral dilemma crime that Batman has never had to deal with before. Let's see how he deals with this sort of criminal, you know? Right. And I think, I, I think like for me, that's the thing that I, that I, we, I, I talked about, like the Batman. The also guys, Batman, that is an amazing Batman story idea. It's a good pitch. It's a good pitch. For a non-pitch club, yeah. hold for music. That would be a great, <laughs> that would be a great, that would be a great pitch club. I, or a great pitch for it. I think that's the thing I'm missing is I am like the Batman universe is so big and there's so many characters in it. And you're right. And we talked about how do you not tread the same stories over and over and over again? How do you not tell the same Joker story? How do you not tell the same, you know, Batman gets hurt or Robin gets hurt? How do the other one, how do they each deal with that thing of it? Batman loses part of the Bat family, right? How do you tell that story over and over and over again? I feel like you got to go in and you got to strip those pieces out sometimes. Yeah. And, and, and just tell a story um, and I, I like the idea of, of like, I really do like the idea of picking a character and just going, okay, what do we do with that? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, how do I run with that character and have fun with that character, that villain? And how do I put that villain in a crime or in a solvable mystery that Batman has to solve? And maybe you hit the other characters along the way, you like jump in a little bit, but how do you, how do you do that, um, without, you know, I, without treading the same water. Cause I feel I, like years of Batman were treading the same thing. Well, I think maybe the black labels to start because I also see there are signs that they're getting the hints like the, the one bad day. Uh, those, yeah. are, that's been a great run. The Riddler one. And then I'm looking at Paul Dano's Riddler right now, which just was released. And it looks like it's right from the movie. It's it, in fact the first yeah. panel is looks like his. So maybe they're trying to get back. I think it really also starts. Can you finish it the arc in one, maybe two comics? It, it, the one way to start getting it uh, lasso around it is just to put a border on the story. But we don't and, write stories like that. We write everything yeah. in trades, right? Right, right? So your your story has to fit in that five issue, four, five, six issue trade format. Uh, instead of just doing like, I'm going to tell a two issue story. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and, and maybe you could, the only way around that would be maybe like if it's six two like, you know, like two chapters, and right. three little vignettes or, you know, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, here, here's yeah. an interesting thing to kind of like uh, end our bat conversation with here. We always end our, 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 our book stuff talking about art. So let's talk about aesthetically Batman, something we don't talk about a lot. I think we've, in the past episodes, talked about like our favorite aesthetic Batman, whether it be the yeah. super long ear Batman or the Frank Miller the short ears like uh, thing on this one. Is there anything <clears throat> aesthetically different that we could try with Batman or, or, or is that too sacred of territory to go to? Like, how do we, how do we evolve the look of Batman in a new way? I mean, we did it. Like you said, you read, you, you reread the, uh, uh, um, uh, what's Nightfall? the Bane, uh, Nightfall, the Nightfall one, where yeah. they played with a lot of, Asriel, you know, right? yeah, yeah. And then yeah. like some other yeah. stuff with, with Batman. Um, are, can we, are, can we get back in? Do you think it's okay to get back into that sandbox and try some, you know, like blue electric Superman stuff with Batman, or or is that too <laughs> uh, too I don't, risky? I think you could. I like. I think there's room to go. Like Batman needs this new thing to solve this, so for a limited time, he has this thing. Mm. Whether that's the big armored suit and dark the toy biz approach, yeah, 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 right, or it's the. I think. Um, uh, was it, it? It did Snyder do Robo Jim Gordon Batman, yep. or was that? Yes, oh, that was yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. At the end, the tail. Yeah. End I was gonna say it was right either right at the end of Snyder's run, or the beginning of Tom's it? run. And I think that's I think that's fun, but I think you have to do it real quick. I don't think you can spend time with it. I think you can. I we don't. I don't think we play with what he looks like enough anymore. You're not getting long, pointy-eared Batman anymore. Like, Batman's pretty standard. He looks like this. Sometimes his chin is covered by the cowl. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes the logo looks a little different, but sometimes it, you know what I mean? I, sometimes he has more pouches. You get, you get, like, logo and cowl. Logo and cowl. That's yeah. what you get. That's a, that's a variation. And sometimes a different color blend. Dan. Chip Zdarsky, uh, it, there's a new comic. Or it looks like it's the newest issue of Batman. It's who is Bruce Wayne, and it's Bruce Wayne in a Batman t-shirt. To wrap up all the things we've been talking yeah. about right now, I'm going to yeah. try to find it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so I remember I, they put like a beard on Superman, you know, and they put a flannel on. Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. Superman did have a beard for a little while. Uh, I, I do get mad when they make. Batman, not Bruce Wayne, because to me, Bruce Wayne to me is the undiscovered person. I like it when they make it about Bruce Wayne. And um, maybe Bruce is using maybe Bruce is using that dating app. He's trying to get out there. Selena and him can't be in. Alfred puts him on it. Maybe maybe it's 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 like maybe it's one of his subsidiary companies he owns actually owns the dating app. And they're using like bat cave technology to like get an algorithm into to get it. Yes, uh, man. All right, we're not putting and this episode out. It's it's done. <laughs> Steal all your ideas. Uh, but I I think I think for me like it like you can't mess with it too much. Um, I do like the navy and gray Batman. I like the blue and gray Batman, but I think we're beyond that. I don't think you can bring it back anymore. I think it's too. With the yellow emblem, uh, I, I, I think I'm, you could bring. I think you can bring back yellow emblem. I don't think you can bring back blue and gray. I, I'm. I see. I'm okay. Like normally, I would be like, "Oh, this is like, hey, let's not get too far because this is like this." But I'm almost to the point with Batman now where it's like, yeah, show me something wildly different. Show me the Azrael version. I know it's not Bruce Wayne, but like I know, show me, 
Show me something new. I mean, we have these amazing artists working in comics now, and it's not going to be that 90s, like, well, let's just give them more pouches and a different color palette. It's going to be someone who has a deep respect for Batman and who understands aesthetics and all that stuff and, and goes into the research on how this would actually work functionally and do something fun, do something maybe a little wacky. I don't know that I could do wacky because I think Batman is Batman and he's like this cultural touchstone. I don't think Batman is like the X-Men where you can just be like, all the X-Men have new costumes now and it's fine because it's their power set that makes them who they are and not the costume, right? Because What's they that song? Are... I look good in leather and all my latest sing. Because <laughs> I, again, like you look at, and I hate to bring up the, the Batman movie again, but I hated that cowl. I hated it. It that... looked... It looked too, the ears were too weird. And I was like, just give them regular ears. Why do we have to like make them weird, right? They make it cut the skull back there, right? Yeah. That's been the new play too, is cut the skull. Yeah, so it looks more like a head as opposed to like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to show something to you online. What if we, yeah, cut the skull, but we put the ears back a little bit more, you know? Put the ears back a little bit more. Like, Like they're coming out of his like normal ears. Okay. Right, you know, like, I mean, I mean, this is, just, that's just me spitballing. Not everything's going to be as good as a Tinder idea, guys. <laughs> you want to, you, you know? want to see, <laughs> they're not all going to be cool. You want to know where you've seen some of that. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say I've been playing Gotham Knights. And it, uh, yet again, it's a bat universe about Batman because the start of the video yeah, game. Yeah, talk about that. Yeah, if, yeah. You're he- if you're hearing this, I'm dead. Batman's dead. Yeah. Uh-huh, oh, I, I haven't known anybody. Cool. This game just came out, right? I'm fascinated. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Not too long ago, yeah, a couple months it, ago, yeah, like October, November, and uh, it's you playing either Damien's not in it, Batgirl, Tim Drake is Robin, Red Hood, and Nightwing, and they all have their different powers and whatnot. But you're trying to solve his murder, and Rache is in there, and so's Talia, yeah. And it, it it's not unlike the novel we just read, the graphic novel we just read. It's them trying to figure out what was his last wishes and what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I, I get but, that. All right. Before I, the reason it yeah. even came up is it, it, because of video games now and kids, there's a million different skins. Right. So there's a pirate theme that you can unlock, there's a shinobi uh... theme you can unlock. And so you see all of them in different skins for those characters. Yeah. yeah. You give them all their different costumes, right? So, like, uh, Injustice was one yeah. of those. It's a a DC universe fighting game. And there's a thousand different like armors you can put on your Batman to make him look a little different. And, you know, and we're getting that right now, the uh, dark Knights steel, the uh, sword and sorcery book right now. That's a DC book. It It's like medieval times. You've got Batman, the knight, right? Like all of these. So Batman is a knight and he has this very knight and armor thing. It takes place in this sort of medieval fantasy world. So like you can play with those things and really kind of dive into it. But again, those are all out of continuity. How do you play out of continuity? And maybe what I want is it maybe what you want, Travis, is an out of continuity Batman story where Batman's a little more bat than man. Or continuity that has a lasso around it. It's not ever expanding. Yeah. Right, yeah, that yeah, like it's right in. yeah, yeah. You remember uh, the the Jim Lee book, Hush, Hush. right? Yeah. It was really important to Jim Lee and the writer who's really important writer whose name's slipping me right now that it was inside Batman comics and not a one shot. It yeah. seems like they're doing all the experimenting 
in Elseworlds and Black Label where it, they're taking safe bets inside the book, you know? And yeah, maybe if yeah. we went back to the book and made that somehow. Yeah, that's appealing. true, Dan. Yeah, maybe maybe the 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 byproduct of all these Elseworld books is that the, the main books don't get to take as many wild swings on there. So let me ask you this. I want to I end with this. Like, all right, it's 2023. We got a full year of new Batman comics and Batman movies and animated TV shows and Bat Family spinoffs. What, what, what are you sitting at right now? Are you hopeful? Are you super excited? Are you kind of batted out? Like, what's your, what's your final Bat status as you approach this year? Like, it could be something about how you're feeling now or it could be something about what you hope in, for 2023 Batman. It's, I hope that they... Spend a good amount of time on the sequel and they do it the justice that they did on the first one because I liked I liked the film. I thought it was great. And I hope that they continue something as good along those lines. And you're seeing the films influence everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like they've kind of taken that and ran with it. Yeah, and, and that really is that detective Batman. I think that's the thing that I want is I want Batman solving crimes, not batman fighting parademons right and i don't know why that is but to me um i want batman solving crimes and and i'm curious like so i'm really curious like how are we going to lay out this new dc eu right this new dc movie universe right with james gunn at the helm of it what's batman's place in that when there's already a batman movie but it's not going to be tied in to this continuity right like how do you do that and how do you tell those stories and I think that gives you the opportunity to play with Batman and pull from all these cool books and history of Batman. And I just wonder how they're, what is new going to look like in the DC universe and the movies for Batman. That's not the Batman, right? How do you, you, how do you create the justice league? You know, where are you at on it, Travis? What are you hopeful for? Well, I think, uh, uh, I guess I'm my current status is I'm uncompelled. Um, and I want to be compelled, uh, through one of the, the mediums. And I, I honestly, Dan, I, when you're talking about the video game, I think I might have to start getting the video games to, to kind of get into those Gotham night games. Uh, I always go back to, I want the game changer to be the comic books. And I thought Scott Snyder did that really well, what, that decade ago now. I thought that really re, re, invigorated the, the, the character and it got me interested and compelled to read it. I, I don't have faith that this new main Batman writer. We're going to, we're, we're going to talk about that, but is, is, is going to do that for me this year, you know, and they're going to give them it for a while. Uh, it's going to be at least a year I'm guessing. And so I can't look to that for it. The Batman movie, it was, is fine. I mean, I kind of fell off of it. So when I'm looking at those avenues, here's what I would love to see. Um, Spider-Man into the spider universe, uh, or into the spider verse did a hell of a lot for, the character of Spider-Man in a different way than the Spider-Man movies and the Spider-Man comics were doing to it. And I know Batman has a lot of animated properties, but I would like for a studio, or maybe they have, I'm hoping that maybe there's been some project working on that is the Spider-Verse equivalent of Batman, where we're taking chances with the actual art form of animation. Because I think Batman animated stories have good stories. It's just the animation. They're farming out. To the, yeah. They, they're farming out to the old 
Asian uh, I, uh, animation studios that are the same, and it gets I you. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, yeah. Because what, what made Spider Verse such a great film, besides a good story, was such it was such an homage to comic books. Mm-hmm. And like you had, t- you see four dot coloring at points. You see fonts flash on the screen. I showed it, you know, the last day before school or after finals. I showed twenty minutes of Spider Verse after finals. Every single kid in my classroom started watching it, putting down phones. I gave the kids permission to use their phones. Kids put down their phone. We're watching those sequences, and I just started it in the middle. I was like, "We've all seen this," and the kids would loved it. And yeah. I, I more of that using the medium to get make it compelling because yeah. comic books are so dope and the four dot coloring right all that cool stuff that you, it's the medium that you can do stuff in that you can't before um travis you met zadarsky and not really yeah. like his, his writing and him being the new, like his art being on the bat book and it's hard for you to get into bat um i i am hoping that these I'm going to try to pick up a couple more of these one bad days um, because that continues to run through this year as they do like one issue. They're just pricey, man. I have a hard time spending nine, nine. They're on, they go on sale and uh, I know you got waiting for them. Yeah. I'm waiting for the one to go on sale. Got to wait for them to drop. But I'm like, Ooh, a new one came out. I don't want to spend $9 on it. Right. Um, So, but I'm interested to see where they do those and, and how we spend time with those. And does that spin something off? Does someone's one bad day give, do they really like that writer? And they're like, oh man, he did a great job with this one bad day for, uh, for uh, Mr. Freeze. Let's let him, let's let him run with this or let's give him a black label book where he can explore that one That's a little point. more. There's, um, there is a new entrance for possible Batman talent. I'd like to see more authors like seeing Jock do that three issue run of Batman. I'd like to see more authors just given like, oh yeah, give us give us three black label. Get tell us one Batman story. Mm-hmm. So your your pitch earlier, like give me that one shot story and three black label books. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. I think that's what instead of instead of continually doing like let's do another look at the Joker, let's do a Riddler book, let's do it. I mean, we just read the Catwoman book. Let's do a oh, Catwoman. Pig, book. Yeah, Professor Pig book. Yeah, give me give me a bat give me a Batman book where the he's going after a villain or doing something like that in that short run. I I think that's what I'd like to see. Um, but I think I'm gonna check out more of those uh more of those one bad days this year just to see if like okay let's taste it's like a an amuse bouge of different you know uh Batman villains. You get one shot, one story with them. So I'm interested in that. Nice. Guys. All right, guys. I feel like we should do an annual Batman check-in every year. Just see what we liked on the previous <laughs> year and what we're looking for. The state of Batman. All right. I think I think that's I think that's it, guys. And Travis, I think you do need it. I think you need like a PlayStation Five. You're a single man. You can buy a PlayStation Five. Um, and just play some. Or video the games. newest expert. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, that might be a whole separate podcast in itself. Batman plays. Uh, Travis <laughs> plays Gotham Knights for the first time. Yeah. Go back and play the Arkham Asylum, the Arkham games. Yeah, I haven't played any Batman games. Those are great. 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 Fun Batman games. All right, folks, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. You can find the podcast, if you didn't know this, on comicexposure.com. We've got all the episodes and some show notes. You can look at that. We've got a little merch thing if you want to go snag yourself a T-shirt because you want to support the show. Uh, If you want to follow us, rate the show, whatever it is on the podcast app, you can find us on all your podcast apps. Share share it with your friends. Tell them about uh, the newest episode. Dan. Thank you for being on. We appreciate it.
I loved it. And you know what, everybody? We'll see you next trade.